Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. Hello, everybody. It's Wednesday, October 12th, the real Columbus Day, and here's what's happening in the automotive industry. Chrysler and the UAW announced this morning that they've reached a tentative deal on a new labor contract, and the union had to bargain a lot harder with Chrysler going a month past the expiration date. Now it's going to be up to the UAW rank and file to ratify that agreement, but that may not be that easy. Ford is already running into problems on ratification. Local 900, which makes the new Ford Focus, rejected it by a slim margin, but union leaders say they still expect the contract to be approved. U.S. Congressman Daryl Issa of California is holding hearings on CAFE regulations. He's getting that tired old caterwauling from environmental groups who are predicting massive job gains and ginormous profits if automakers adopt stringent fuel economy regulations. But ISA is also hearing from Jeremy Anwell from Edmonds, who's testifying that few consumers are buying hybrids because fuel economy is not their highest priority. He says regulators have failed to pay attention to what car buyers are actually buying and that they're pushing fuel economy regulations too far. Bravo, Jeremy. And you can check our show notes to see Jeremy Anwell's complete testimony. GM will announce it's going to sell an all-electric car in the U.S. later today, an electric version of the Spark, which is sold elsewhere in the world. The EV version will come to select U.S. cities in 2013, as well as other global markets. Its battery packs will be supplied by A123. Here's Global Product Chief Mary Barra explaining why they will introduce the Spark EV. Well, as we've said in the past, General Motors is going to offer a range of range of solutions in the uh, alternative propulsion. Having a pure uh, electric vehicle, we think, is a very important to understand. First of all, to make sure that we're uh, developing the technology and can lead in that technology, as well as to understand the market response. And in some markets, it's very important because in some countries and, and uh, states, there's uh, incentives that are making it very important to have a pure electric vehicle. And we should have more info about that car tomorrow. China just unveiled stricter crash standards for passenger cars. According to Gascu, for the first time, rear seat passengers will be accounted for, low speed tests will be introduced, and safety systems like electronic stability control will be considered in the scoring. And boy, they need tougher standards. Check out this crash test of a Chinese land wind. Watch the airbag deploy just like it's supposed to. Now watch the steering column come up through the airbag and damn near take the dummy's head off. Cadillac is taunting us with more teaser shots of its brand new small sports sedan, the ATS, the Wreath and Crest brand, just released a video of a heavily camouflaged car zipping around Germany's vaunted Nürburgring. The ATS is expected to be a little bit smaller than the segment benchmark, the BMW 3 Series. Rumor also has that the car will be built at GM's plant in Lansing, Michigan. Company president Mark Royce has some mighty strong things to say about this new ATS, 
hit the link on our website, Autoline.tv, to hear what he has to say about the car and to watch the rest of this video. Despite what the packaging may say, Legos are fun for all ages. It doesn't matter if you're 8 or 80. We found this little treat on Autoblog. A guy named Marshall Matlock assembled a model of a Volkswagen camper van. It's a relatively simple task. Anyone could do it, but he was thoughtful enough to make a time-lapse video of the process. This minute and a half long film shows the project piece by piece from start to finish. It's mesmerizing to watch this vintage V-dub rise from the tabletop and drive out of the frame. Great work. Hey, coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Tony Gray saw our report on the most popular colors of cars and had this to say about the popularity of white cars. I wonder if the rise in white had anything to do with pigment problems resulting from the tsunami that affected certain colors. Well, no, Tony. White's always been very popular. In fact, silver, black, and white almost always rank in the top three and have for decades. Maybe that's got to do with a lot of commercial vehicles being painted white, but most car buyers are actually very conservative in their color choice. One of you reposted the rantings of someone calling themselves the auto anarchist who rails against Chrysler. He says, Chrysler's actual sales numbers, not the percentage of sales increases, are nothing to brag about. Their sales are still dreck in comparison. Well, sorry, auto anarchist but Chrysler's sales numbers are actually quite impressive. Last month, it outsold Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and Hyundai Kia. In fact, Chrysler was only four percentage points of market share behind Ford. And you just wait, the new product onslaught from Chrysler is still a year away. TJ Martin thinks he may know why Honda has delayed the introduction of its Honda Jet. The real problem, if you ask me, is the fact that the sales of new private jets are way down and with so many used ones on the market, why buy new? Well, TJ, a weak market is an issue, but even Honda admitted it's running into development problems with the engine on that jet. Believe me, if they could blame it on a soft market, that's what they'd prefer to do rather than admit they're running into engineering problems. Jim saw Craig Cole's review of the Buick Regal Turbo in which Craig said Buicks tend to be fairly mundane cars. Jim retorts, I used to own a 1972 Buick Skylark with a 350 cubic inch engine. I thought that was a fun car to drive. Craig's too young to know there were a lot of fun Buicks in the past. And Jim, you're right. There have been fun Buicks, like the T-Types and the GNX in the 1980s. But Craig's also right. For the past couple of decades, Buicks have been boring. And Ron Paris noticed that Peter DeLorenzo had a nasty gash on his head when he did Monday's broadcast. Wow, am I the only one that noticed Peter's injury? Did I miss something? Looks nasty. And yes, Ron, it is nasty, requiring 16 stitches. And we'll get the full story of what happened tomorrow night on AutoLine After Hours. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We will see you 
tomorrow.